Hello, I'm David, and I'm joined by my co-host, Rose Orchard, and this is Automators, where we talk about how to automate your technology to do your work for you. Hello, Rose. Hello, David. Uh, you know, the new year's here, and uh, why can't we talk about journaling on Automators? Um, there is no Relay FM ban on discussing journaling. Um, you are allowed to talk about note-taking applications. Uh, that is allowed. Uh, so I don't see why we're not allowed to talk about it. So let's do journaling today. Yeah, we're unhinged. I, last January, I decided to do an experiment. I signed up for a year subscription with Day One, and I've really um, took to that. And I find that uh, keeping a journal every day helps me keep sane and uh, uh, gives me all the good feels. So I, it was an experiment that worked for me. But having done it for a year, I've added some automation, and I thought it would be fun to talk about that a little bit, because I know there's a lot of people interested in journaling, and if you're doing digital journaling in particular, but I've even got some ideas in this outline, if you're doing paper journaling, that you can bring the digital bits into it and automate that so it's not quite so tedious. Yes, because I think a lot of people think of journaling as like a, you sit down and you spend like 20 minutes to an hour doing Dear Diary. Today for breakfast, I had a banana and cereal. And journaling can be so much more than that. And it doesn't have to be this massive chunk of time. And especially if you add a little automation to it, you can really speed it up. And all you have to do is maybe write a sentence or two. And you've got a really nice log of your day um, and you know, you can look back at it and you've got all of this data, all of these photos collected in one place for you, um, which can be end-to-end -end encrypted as well if you're using something like day one or stored in whatever format you like, you know, in, in pretty much everything else. So uh it's there's a lot of advantages to doing this. Yeah, you don't need to get a fancy pen and an expensive notebook and a pipe to do this. You can uh, we're going to give you options here that you can do with the tools on your devices right now. I mean, this could be as simple as a text file. Yes. Hey, Rose, before we get started, uh, you and I are going to be together in Seattle in January. Yes, it is January and this podcast goes out. And just over two weeks later, PodCon is happening on January 19th and 20th. And we're both going to be there, which is exciting. Yes. So uh, we were thinking about maybe doing some kind of automators meetup. Uh, we haven't got any plans as we record this. Uh, but we will. Uh, so if you're interested, go to talk.automators.fm. Uh, we'll have a post in there. And probably the evening of Saturday the 19th, we're going to try and do something. Yes. Uh, if there is anything, I can guarantee there will be stickers at the very least. And that both David and I will be present. So that is always good. And if you are from Seattle or the Seattle area and you can make any recommendations, then please hop into the thread and uh, let us know what you would recommend if we don't have a location by then. And uh, also, uh, if you uh, are going to come, please uh, let us know. It's always nice to hear from people who are planning on coming just so that we can get a rough idea of numbers so that we know if we need a table for two or a table for 20. Yes. See you then. Let's start with the, I think for automation friendly, uh, uh, the easiest way to do this uh, involves spending a little bit of money. And I think day one is an application I would highly recommend if you wanted to get a journaling habit started. Um, this is not a commercial or a paid sponsorship or anything, but but it is the app that really, I, I think, is, is just a great solution for this. They, it allows you to keep multiple journals. So, like, if you wanted to keep one for work-related stuff and one for personal, I even have one for thankfulness, just a thankfulness journal in there. So, I, I think I actually have six different journals I've created inside day one over the, over the year that I've been using it regularly. And uh, it's just a great app because it... Um, 
keeps everything for you. If you use their service, it's encrypted end to end. Um, you, you've got the ability to export them out to an actual book if you want and all sorts of cool stuff. But uh, the, the, the piece of uh, day one I'd like to focus on for this episode is the automation piece. Yeah, and this is where, uh, you know, day one is ahead of the crowd in many respects because they have is this and that integration. There's integration directly into shortcuts with actions that can that were there from when this was workflow. Um, and that is extremely useful if you want to do this kind of automation because finding something else that is integrated with if this and that, you're probably going to be looking at files in Dropbox um, and maybe Hazel on the back end to do some extra organization for you or something. Um, and that is not as much fun as something that does a chunk of the work for you already, which is, you know, something we always like. We want to, we, the point of this podcast is to do less work, not to do more work. So yeah. I'm sure all of us uh, spent plenty of time playing with these automations, which is always good for you. And I do think that, like, if you want to automate a journal, there are pieces of it that are definitely uh, amenable to automation. And and day one has a thing, a feature in it called activity feed, which I think is a great way to get started. From the activity feed, you can grab information like your most recently shot photos. Um, uh, you, if you've got a, an Instagram feed, it can attach to that. I believe it's a... Um, I, you know, I, I just closed the app. There's a, there's also a Foursquare. If you've got a Foursquare, I mean, who does Foursquare anymore, Rose? I'm not sure. Uh, well, it's now called Swarm, I think, and I, I've actually used that. And I know a lot of people who are indie web people are using this because there's a great service which we'll get to later where you can then put this stuff on your own blog, um, which is nice. And so, if you're using it, I mean, the advantage of using something like Foursquare or Swarm, this is an automation trick. Use it because then when you check in, it just grabs that data for you, and that just goes straight into day one. Exactly. Um, and and then you don't have to like open day one and type currently at XYZ restaurant with A, B, and C um, eating, you know, bananas. Um, apparently, we're having a banana theme today. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can just type the status. You say banana with so much more class than I do. I feel like uh, I'm, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm second class here, definitely. <laughs> you are not second class, David. You are first class. But, um, yeah, that's that's why like connecting these services is great because if you're you know if you're posting on Instagram anyway, you know this is stuff that you're sharing with other people. Why not share it with yourself? Exactly, um, exactly. And, and usually a lot a lot of people, you know, if you're going to have one or two pictures of the day, Instagram is a great place. Um, usually, those are the ones that you would want to capture. You know. Yeah. Uh, have you done that yet? I I haven't done that yet. Where I'm going to sit in my bed and have a perfect breakfast on a plate and everything perfect, and just say this is an average day for me. Have you done that? Uh, the day the day that I accomplish that will be the day like after I've won the lottery. And when I say won the lottery, I mean like the jackpot on like I don't know some huge multi billion dollar uh, lottery winning thing. Uh, as you can tell, I don't gamble. <laughs> so yeah, that that's that's not a. A thing that I've ever done. The closest I've come is like, hey, I managed to drink a glass of chocolate milk in bed and I didn't spill it. Yeah. Which, you know, that for me is a good start to my day and that would be journal worthy. I don't know if I've ever done that. Uh, you know, when I go to restaurants, I still put a napkin in front of my shirt because I'm that guy. I'm I've, If there's one drop, I won't get it on my shirt. 
but that's not what people plugged in today. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, so, so the shortcuts, are, so to begin with, with day one, you've got this activity feed where you can pull in location and photo data. Uh, another thing day one does that's great is every time you make a new entry, it just grabs your current location. If you, as long as you're giving it access to your location and the weather. So like you can start a new entry. It'll, it automatically starts with what the current day weather is at the time you're making the entry and your location in addition to the time, of course. So there's a lot of automation stuff in there that's happening just by the nature of using the application. Um, as Rose mentioned, it has Siri shortcut support. In my opinion, the Siri shortcut support could go deeper. It, it doesn't, I mean, what Definitely. they are is they, that allows you to create a new entry, a new um, uh, audio recording, a new video. So it, it allows you to kind of automate the capture. But uh, as an automator, you can go deeper without, without even the application adding the support. And the way you do that is through uh, Siri shortcuts. You can do, you can ask yourself specific questions, for instance. Um, I was thinking about it. Uh, it. You know, occasionally I talk about meditation. People are like, well, I want to get into that. I think one way to do that would be maybe to keep a meditation journal. Yeah. And just, just every day write down if it helped. Because it takes time for that stuff to kind of really sink in and help you. But, you know, if you just start writing about it a little bit after you do it every time, it actually may be a way to help you get better. But I, if I were to do that, I would make a series shortcut that first says, uh, how many minutes today? You know, how long did you stay on the cushion? And then, you know, you know, what were the challenging parts? What were the good parts? You could give yourself prompts in essence of a journal. And then yeah. you, you just, uh, you run a series shortcut that asks you those questions. You can either type in your answers or you can dictate them in using Siri dictation. And then when it's done, it can use the new entry, um, Siri shortcut with day one to open day one which will already have the date and time because it does that every time. And then it'll dump that the, the prompts and your responses in, in a nicely formatted text. And, uh, you know, you, cause it can use markdown, which is another nice thing about day one. So you could actually format the answers into markdown in the series shortcut and, um, and get the entry built for you. Yes. And that is where, so for example, um, as, as well as supporting Markdown, it supports Markdown Extra, which means that you can input a table. But I don't know if you've ever tried to write a table in Markdown, David. I have. It is frustrating. Yeah. Um, because you've got pipes and you've got colons and you've got dashes and it means alignment. And then it doesn't quite line up and, and nothing looks right at all when you're writing it freehand. But then when you, you render it, when you actually look at the finished product, it's really nice. And so if you want a table of this data, so maybe, for example, um, going back to the meditation, you want to grab that data of the health app. And while you're there, you may as well also grab the steps that you've done so far today, how long you slept, things like that. Yeah, You know, you can put this into a really nice table. You are not going to sit down and create a nice, pretty table every day. Um, I can't imagine anybody doing that in any application voluntarily. That's the sort of thing that people get fed up with very quickly and it becomes a, a barrier to entry. You're going to stop doing this because it's hard to do. Um, but if you make that once, then you can fill it with the data every time and just send it on over. And then you, at the end of your day, every day, you get all this nice information, um, which you know is exactly the sort of thing that you, you're going to want to look back at and go, you know, like I, I did have a good day that day, you know, like... Look at all the, these things I did accomplish. So, My buddy, Mike Schmitz, who uh, co-hosts the Focused podcast with me, made one uh, that he has all of his daily prompts in there. And uh, I actually texted him last night before we recorded, 
to see if he's published that anywhere. If he hasn't, I'm going to beg him to do that. If not, I'll make some similar version and, and publish it with the show. But he he goes through and has like all of his prompts from his day in there. And he even has a little star system where you can just type stars in and it'll put stars to kind of rate different things you're doing during the day. And all of that stuff works perfect with a journal. So, um, and I do think like if you want to get a journaling habit, giving yourself little prompts every day is a great way to do it because you don't want to sit there and write about your bananas. You want, you do want to write about stuff that's relevant to your life. And, and um, that's where the, you really get your money back out of, out of creating a journal. So if you need a little help getting started and you want to automate that process, a, a series shortcut would be a, a great way to do that. Definitely. And that's one of the things that I've been doing um, recently. I'm actually, I mean, day one itself has got triggers to prompt you to write, but I'm using Launch Enter Pro to prompt me to run the shortcut, which will then, you know, r- give me all the prompts. There's a lot of prompts in this um, to uh, actually create a nice day one entry with a bunch of different things. And it checks my calendar. So it knows, hey, like today was the weekend or I was on holiday or it was, you know, an actual holiday day. So I didn't go to work. So it asked me, you know, what I did versus like, what did you do at work and things like that? Okay. And, so, uh, so you've got it looking at what, where is it looking at what day is? Is that in series shortcuts? Or yeah, it, yeah. yeah okay. so it it does that, and then based on that, it shows me different prompts. Um, so it, it checks to start with whether or not it's a weekend day by formatting it. If you format it, if you format the date with five capital E's, that gives you a one letter date. So then I have to just check if it equals S, um, and because that's Saturday or Sunday for some languages, of course, it's not quite so simple. Yeah. Um, and um, then um, if it's not one of those, then it will check my calendar and it checks my trip at calendar for an all-day event and it checks um, my my work calendar um, for an all-day event. So you're doing that um, with, in series shortcuts with an if statement, I would guess. So like yeah, if, exactly. if, if the, can, if the um, format date equals S, then give me the following questions prompts that are yeah. your weekend prompts. Yeah. And, and you could even do that uh, if you wanted to get fancy, like if you wanted to use Friday afternoon as a um, um, as kind of a reflection period on your week, your work week or yeah. Monday as a planning day. You could say if, you know, the, the, the return is an F, then you could have some prompts about reflection on your week uh, that just show up on Friday. Um, yeah. So it, th- this stuff can be really powerful. And um, maybe you should share that one, Rose, with the... Um, with the yeah. show. And so people can see. it's not that difficult, really. All you're doing is you're looking in series shortcuts for the day of the week and then an if statement. And those are, uh, yeah, it's not many steps, but once you see it, it'll make a lot more sense. Yes. And I've just had an idea about using a dictionary to add specific questions for specific days of the week. So for example, you might want to answer three questions on a Wednesday to ask how your week is going. And then two fr- questions on Friday to ask how it's gone. And yeah. Sunday, ask what you did at the weekend, you know, what you're looking forward to next weekend, things like that. And I've just had an idea of how to do that. So I'm just going to write that down in drafts and hopefully that will be out with the notes of this show. And if you do it as a dictionary tree, it makes it easier for anybody using it to customize it. For instance, exactly. I That's do, why I'm thinking of doing it that way. I do my planning on on Sunday. I don't do my plan on Monday. So, so, but I think I'm an oddball that way. I think a lot of people like to take Sunday off, which is probably smarter than the way I do it. But you know, I do the planning stuff on Sunday afternoon, so I could put it there. Uh, but the, the idea behind all of this is just like I said to make it easier to give yourself more of a. In, uh, 
more of a motivation to put meat into one of these journals, which will actually make the journal work better for you. So these are all good things. Um, you can also do some stuff with day one and if you want to automate uh, text entry. I mentioned this on Mac Power Users recently, but uh, for those that didn't catch that, uh, I think uh, day one does a great job with text transcription. It's using the built-in API, uh, but it, I, did, I think the built-in API is a lot better than I thought it was. Um, I've been playing with it a lot lately and just press record on day one. Uh, so the way it works is when you go to make your entry inside day one, you just press the record button and record, just like someone who's doing an audio diary. Uh, but then when you're done, you press the button to transcribe, and it transcribes it for you, and it's very close. So at least for my voice, it works really good. Yeah, that's something that's really nice as well, especially, you know, like maybe typing is something that you're not going to enjoy doing at the end of the day, and it's easier to just, you know, sit down and have a quick chat with your phone. Um, you know, that's what all these things are for, right? To get this information out of us in whatever format we want to do it. Um, and so, and if you're not using day one, you could, of course, use just press record for a very similar option, and then you've got both the audio and the text of it, um, which you can use later. Yeah. And then the other thing trick you can do in it, this is, it's a form of auto and it's not really automation, but it's a good trick anyway. Day one is you take a picture and, and when you add the picture to day one, it gives you the option to timestamp that entry to the time of the picture. So as an example, I, I went out with my 21 year old. I mean, anytime your 21 year old wants to go out, you go out, you know I mean? And uh, we, I took a picture while we were out together and I'll make an entry today on that. And the entry will be timestamped from our dinner out last night. It won't be from, you know, today when I'm making the entry. So that's kind of cool. Um, you want to talk about if this, the NAT integration, a lot of people don't realize how deep that can run with day one. Yeah. So, I mean, day one has integration with if this and that, um, and essentially all it can do is create an entry. Um, but all it can do is not, as limiting as it sounds, because you can add an entry to almost any journal. If it's end-to-end -end encrypted, you can't add to it. Uh, it only works on the ones that aren't encrypted. Um, but you can do this based on a bunch of things. So, for example, I'm subscribed to my TripIt calendar in Google Calendar, and I'm using Google Calendar for this because then whenever an event on that calendar starts, I can have a, a new entry added to my journal um, for travel. Um, so I have a specific travel journal and then every time like an, something starts, like, you know, a flight starts or, um, you know, an event starts that's in my trip at calendar, um, it opens a new entry in the journal for me, which is really nice because then afterwards, you know, like I can th think back and go, oh, yeah, you know, I like I really enjoyed the food that I had on the plane. And so I can write about that and add some pictures to it. And it's already there with all that information for me. Um, and, you know, obviously RSS feed. So I, I log all of my blog entries and my micro blog entries, um, into day one, into their own journals so that I've got those as well. So that when I'm looking at it, it I can go to it and I can just see everything in there that I've done, um, which is nice. And I've also, I use this podcast as a, as an excuse to sign up for the premium, the, sorry, VIP version of Tracked.tv. So for people not familiar, Tracked.tv is a, a watching tracking service. So um, it allows you to log everything that you watch, films, TV shows, etc. And it can produce an RSS feed, it can produce calendar feeds, all sorts of things. And then I take that RSS feed 
from checked.tv and I have that sent to day one. So every time I watch something, I use Infuse um, on the Apple TV on a, and on iOS a lot of the time to watch things. Um, it will automatically log that for me. And so I, I, you know, I'm sitting there and I've watched two episodes of, say, Death in Paradise. I'm, you know, rewatching last season in anticipation of the new season coming next week, I believe, when this episode airs. Um, you know, and that just gets added and it takes the show artwork and it puts that in as an image as well, which is really nice. And there are lots of apps for iOS for Track TV. Um, I'm using Check Tracked, um, where if I watch something on Netflix, I can log it as well. And so then, you know, like I go to the cinema, I can just log what I watched and it automatically creates a nice journal entry with the artwork and everything for me. And then I can add my comments later at the end of the day. Yeah, basically anything with an RSS feed you can put into day yeah. one. And I think with an RSS feed, calendar feeds, you know, like adding new context to your iOS device could create um it could create a new journal entry. Like that's how crazy you can get with this. And it's really nice to be able to do that because if those are important, then you can keep them. And if it turns out that actually, I don't know, you added the cinema to your contacts so that every time you go there, you can just say, you know, <laughs> ahoy lady uh i would like directions to cinema then it automatically finds the cinema you mean instead of going i found 16 cinemas near you um then you know you can just delete that entry afterwards and i find it's better to create more automated entries than i'm planning on using because i can just delete the ones that i don't want afterwards it's easier than trying to create all of the ones that i did want yeah the, um, if, if track tv tracked me it would just say that i watch a lot of saxophone players on youtube and it does not track youtube it's for tracking um like regular tv and films so but uh, the service is actually free it's just if you want the rss feeds for automating journaling and so on then you you need to pay for it but i think it was 30 dollars for a year and i thought considering how much i use it that's not a huge price to pay to a support the service and b to get this data out which is fun the uh, another thing I got thinking while you were talking is uh, this is a, kind of going back to a series shortcut, but I uh, I block my time for the day and I do adjust it as the day goes by. You know, like today we ended up recording earlier than we expected to, so I've moved my blocks a little bit. Uh, but at the end of the day, there's no reason why I couldn't have Siri uh, shortcut just pull the calendar, create like a text list of what I did in terms of events, and put that at the top of my entry and just kind of put that in there for the day and fully automated, that would not be difficult. So um, this stuff is, I think Siri shortcuts really gives you a way to to make uh, journaling a lot easier than it traditionally would be. Yes, definitely. And I mean, you can also use something like Text Expander to give you a really nice template. And you yeah. could do this on iOS as well in the Text Expander application with like pop-ups and fill-ins and all sorts of things. Yeah. Or you could use drafts and you could have drafts walk you through with a bunch of different prompts for things. And, you know, it could then have a really nice, you know, gives you that really nice text, really good text view that everybody loves with the somewhat automated preview of things where you can hit preview button at any point and then you can save that over to day one afterwards as well. So there's a lot of automation options available. Yes, there are. And I want to talk about using those also outside of day one next. But before we do, I want to take a minute to talk about our sponsor of this episode. Uh, this episode of The Automators is brought to you by PDF Pen, the ultimate tool for editing PDFs from our friends over at Smile. Now, everybody has a need to use PDFs and 
you know, occasionally you need more than what Apple's willing to give you. And PDF Pin is the application you need for that problem. Um, with PDF Pin, you can say goodbye to manual forms or remember getting out typewriters to fill out forms. Maybe you're too young, but man, it was such a pain in the neck. Uh, but with PDF Pin, you can go completely paperless. And in addition to allowing you to manage and fill out PDFs, PDF Pin and all of its uh, versions has built-in optical character recognition. And, and to me, this is one of the killer features of the application because um, when you get scanned documents sent to you, quite often they're not scanned for optical character recognition. That means you can't search them. You can't go through and make changes. You can't. There's a lot of things you can't do with them. PDF Pen, you just throw any PDF at it. It says, hey, I noticed this doesn't have OCR. You say, please do it, or even just do it automatically, and it gives you a nice little bong sound at the end, and you've got OCR on your document. It's even automation-friendly. Rose and I should talk about that someday. Uh, also with PDF Pen, you can mark up and highlight PDFs. You can search and redact sensitive information like account numbers. Uh, you know, Don't send your bank account information or your credit card number with the PDF. Uh, get it out of there. And, and that redaction is a way to get it out of there for good. Um, you can correct text inside the PDFs. You can insert, remove, reorder pages, move and adjust images, record uh, and playback audio annotations. That's a cool trick I use with PDFs where when I go through a contract, sometimes I'll use PDF pen to record my voice talking about an extended problem and send it to someone they can listen to me talk about it. You can even add watermarks. And if that's not enough, you get the PDF pen pro which allows you to create the PDF forms and to edit the table of contents, convert websites into PDFs, and do a whole bunch more. And if you like dark mode, PDF Pin supports that now. So with the most recent version 10.2, it's got full support for dark mode in Mojave, which looks good. Uh, they even added smoother scrolling and some better thumbnail drawing and some other new features uh, with that new version 10.2. Basically, uh, when I bought PDF Pin, uh, years and years ago for my Mac, it just solved a huge problem for me. And I daily deal with PDFs and I needed a, a more powerful tool. Um, so to learn more about PDF Pen and PDF Pen Pro, go to smilesoftware.com slash podcast. And when you're there, let them know you heard about it here on Automators. And uh, we really appreciate that. And our thanks to PDF Pen for all of their support of the show and all of Relay FM. So, uh, we've talked a lot about automating day one. Not everybody wants to use day one, though. No, and uh, I mean, I understand if you don't want to use it, you know, it might be that you specifically want to do something that's not able to be done in day one, or maybe, you know, you just don't feel that you're going to be using journal or doing journaling enough to actually make any kind of investment right now. And that's okay, because there's probably a lot of other stuff that you already own that you can use to journal. Yeah, I, I was thinking one of the best ways to do this for me, but this is another subscription, so <laughs> but Ulysses is an application that allows you to to contain text files and keep them in a sort of order. And and it's very automation friendly. So you could take all of those prompts and those things we were talking about sending to day one, you could just as easily send that into a day one folder and you could give each file um, a name because you can name it using automation where you could have like the date string at the top of it and uh, just drop that into Ulysses. And I suspect a lot of people listening will have like a Ulysses subscription for, you know, other purposes. So, if, you know, if you already have it, then you can also use it for this. You know, you can create different folders for things like that, which is always nice. 
Um, and uh, another option that you could, of course, look at is Dropbox um, or iCloud files where you can have folders and you can have maybe one folder for a year and inside that folders for each month. And then you just have dated text entries and you could put photos in there as well with um you know, give them the same the name of the date or something and the time that they were taken at. Uh, of course, you won't be viewing the photos in line with the text um, necessarily if you write everything in Markdown and save it as a Markdown file and then use something like Marked on your Mac to preview it, then it can uh, reference the local image. So that might work actually uh, for you. Depend It depends on what you want, of course. I'd have to think about it a little bit further. I wonder if you could save the images to like a hosting service like Dropler and then use Dropler links inside of the auto-created text. I mean, it would requ- it would you know require you putting your photos out there somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, you can just actually save it in the same folder, um, yeah. and then you know re- just so the the reference to the image. Normally in Markdown, if you're referencing an image, it's exclamation mark, open square bracket, uh, optional caption or alt text depending on the service, close square bracket, open round bracket, the reference to the file and. Traditionally, this would start with something like HTTPS colon slash slash URL goes here, image name goes here, dot image extension, close bracket. But you could just have, if the text file is in the same folder as the image, just put the name of the image in there. Yeah. And and I was thinking about this initially as just, you know, to make it super friendly and timeless, uh, you just save it to a text file. You could have a running text file. A pen to text file is a is an option available with most of the, the text editors that are automation friendly. So you could have one file for your diary for the whole year if you wanted, and you just append that that Siri-created prompt stuff to that text file. Uh, but then I got thinking another way you could do that is you could append, you could drop that text into a Pages document. And in the Pages document, it just takes a minute to drag images and other media into the Pages file. And you can you can place it exactly where you want to. You can even get fancy with a typography if you want. If you templated the pages file right, um, and then when you're done, you just render it as a PDF, and that's fairly timeless. Um, which is another way to make kind of a, a prettier journal if you wanted. Yeah, and I mean, if you have a Mac or an iOS device, then absolutely look into that. If you're on Windows, then you might want to look into Word if you've got Word or Dropbox Paper is actually quite a nice solution for some of these things. Um, it's a service offered by Dropbox where you can write text in Dropbox, um, as it sounds. Um, but, you know, you could use something like that or Google Docs maybe. Um, though I would mention for people who are iOS heavy that their their app doesn't usually get updated for new features and screen sizes that quickly, which might mean that you end up having some awkward UI issues for a while every so often. Um, that that's definitely an excellent solution on Android. Uh, you put an entry in the outline about doing, instead of a personal journal, a public journal. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of us have Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts and maybe Foursquare accounts and all of these other things. And we're everywhere on the internet. And uh, what I do, I use a micro.blog. I actually host my own, um, well, public journal, essentially. Um, and you can use micro.blog or you can host it yourself. Uh, I would recommend you look at the micro.blog website with their instructions for how to figure that out. We're not going to cover that. 
that there are some really nice services that you can use in conjunction with this, like Own Your Gram and Own Your Swarm. Um, and these are free services made by people who just want you to be able to get your own data. And Own Your Gram will take Instagram posts and post them to a MicroPub endpoint, such as the one av- available on micro.blog. And Own Your Swarm does exactly the same thing with Swarm Foursquare check-ins. Um, and then that means that it's on the same place. And what I use micro.blog for is it will then cross-post to uh, Twitter and Mastodon for me. So essentially, uh, if I create an image post, I'll do it on Instagram. And then that gets cross-posted to my blog, which then gets pushed out onto Twitter and Mastodon for me. But all text-based things, uh, I put, I do via the microblog app, and then they get set posts push to everywhere else and then i do take this 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 feed actually and put it back into day one um so that it's in my private journal as well but that's a it's a really nice public solution and it gives you an rss feed so that everybody can you know stock you at their own pace which is always fun and then you can like and you can do something like that and then you can still do the navel gazing type stuff in day one which you keep private yeah exactly and you can do that with almost anything um actually you know like you know, you can actually just take put it on a WordPress blog if you wanted to. Um, I just like microblog because you've got some social interaction there, which is nice. So if you post a fun picture, then, you know, you'll get comments back from people saying, you know, that they like it or wanting to know where you got that really good looking steak, things like that. The um, Now, I also use a paper journal and it's, it, I, you know, I don't really have a good reason for it, to tell you the truth, except I like, you know, playing with pens and paper. And, yeah, uh, everybody has to have fun in their life. And I also like playing with pens and paper. And for listeners listening who like pens and paper, you might want to listen to The Pen Addict, yes. as well, which is another show on Relay FM where yeah. Mike and Brad go all in on oh, pens. Oh, man, that show, I think, you know, how people tell tell me that, you know, Mac Power users cost them money. That show is one. That is, that is some dangerous stuff for me, man, when I listen to that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it can be dangerous, but at the same time, it's really fun listening to just a couple of people nerd out about something they love. So. Yeah. But anyway, so, I, so I've so i been doing that also for the year. This I guess 2018 was the year I got serious about really kind of doing this every day. And uh, so I just use a, 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 a empty paper planner. There's no pre-printed stuff on it, but I it, the uh, the use of it has evolved over the year. And and now I, I keep like lists of things I've done during the day. Sometimes I have major things I want to complete. Whenever somebody says something funny to me or something memorable, I'll write down a quote in it. It's it's kind of a commonplace journal if you know what that is. Um, and I uh, I really like it, but the uh, but I want to automate that and bring it into my system. So the way I do it currently is because I have a day one account. When I'm making my daily entry in day one, I just take a picture of that page in the journal, in the paper journal, and that gets it automatically added. Um, you could also do that if you're not using something like day one. You could take the picture and with one of the apps like um, Scanner Pro, That's the and and then the, the other one is ScanBot. Those are the yeah. two that I usually recommend. And uh, you take a picture with one of those and you can save it and you can run it through all the automation routines as well. Like uh, you can use a series shortcut to save it with the current date and the name diary in it or something like that and save it to a specific location on iCloud or Dropbox. And then you, you basically get the paper journal, but you also have the permanence of the, the digital ones and zeros so you can see it later. Yes. And some people might be thinking paper is permanent. Um, I, I, the reason why I love the idea of taking a photo of it is because if, heaven forbid, there should be a house fire or something tragic happens 
you still got all of that stuff. I I I am always horrified when I see people just throwing old notebooks and so on out. And I'm like, have you, have you checked what's in there? Nah, it's not important. It's like, oh, someday you will regret that. So uh, yeah, take the photos of it. And it's also nice because then, you know, if you... Uh, especially if you're getting into playing with like calligraphy and things like that, then you've got a record and you can easily compare four or five different pages without taking your probably very nice notebook apart. Um, and you can share it with people all around the world if you cho- choose to do so, um, which is always a nice option to have. And while there's currently, to my knowledge, no application that's going to be that's going to be powerful enough to look at a, a picture of my handwriting on a page and and OCR that out. I'm sure that's coming. So why not have digital images of these so you can run it through that app whenever it exists? Exactly. And then you don't have to go back and scan everything in one page after the other in the future. You're saving yourself time by just taking one quick snap now. Uh, another thing you could do to um, uh, to journal, another idea that occurs to me is if you like writing, but you don't care about paper that much and you want to write like with an Apple Pencil on an iPad, uh, you know, the, the usual suspects would all be good at that, you know? The, um... Yeah. I would actually really recommend good, good notes for this because they have a bunch of different template options. So you can have the automation aspect of, you know, the, the actual, you know, like the template. So like, how would you rate this on yeah, a scale from one to five yeah, yeah. Um, and things like that. Um, and it's very book-like. Um, notability is often one of my preferred applications, so I, I do use GoodNotes a lot. Um, and it has infinite scrolling, which is great, but if I want something that's more book-like, I always go for GoodNotes. Yeah, great. And GoodNotes, you can add custom um, paper to this, so you can create your own. Exactly. And like, so you can have the exact diary page you want with the exact prompts you want. And, um, and you could even make them different ones for different days, like we were talking about earlier, and just fill that out with your Apple Pencil. So, uh Anyway, there's there's a lot of ways to automate journaling if you're thinking about it and you're listening to the show. Maybe that's what you need to get a daily habit of doing it. And um, and why not? Yeah. And uh, if you're looking for an app to track the fact that you're doing this daily habit, then I would highly recommend that you look at streaks. But uh, we're going to come back to habits tracking as an automated option in a future episode, I think. Another way, and like day one will give you a notification as often or or as frequently or infrequently as you want. But uh, you could, if you could have it say, you know, automatically prompt me to, to write an entry every night. Uh, if you're going to do it yourself without day one, an application like do D U E uh, is good at nagging you. And you could have it tell you once a day, Hey, create your journal entry. Yes. Which is something that when you're building a new habit, you would definitely like to have at least to help you get on the wagon. So, Rose, are you going to try and do a journal this year? Well, I mean, I've been trying to do it for a while, and I've got some really good ideas now that I'm going to go away with and try and improve my techniques so that hopefully when I look back at the end of 2019, I'm going to have a year very full of journal. And we'll put some um, we'll put some screencasts and uh, at least one screencast and definitely some of these series shortcuts we've been talking about so you can just download them directly and take advantage of our, our work on this stuff. Yes. All right, so if you want to find us, we're the Automators. Uh, so many places to find us. You can find us over at automators.fm. That's the website for the show. Uh, if you want to participate in the forums over at talk.automators.fm, 
the show itself is hosted over at Relay FM at relay.fm slash automators. Uh, Rose is, I'm going to get it wrong. Is it rosemaryorchard.com? Yes, I am rosemaryorchard.com. There we go. And I'm David Sparks, but you can find me at maxsparky.com. Anything else, Rose? The show is Automators FM on Twitter, and uh, you will find both David and I there with Max Sparky and Rosemary Orchard as well. So if for some reason you are unable to join the forum and you want to send us feedback, then Twitter is a great place to do it. Because if you add the hashtag feedback when you tweet at automators uh, at automators FM, then uh, you will be able to get that automatically input into our feedback spreadsheet. So Automation at work. Oh, yeah. Well, Happy New Year, everybody, and uh, good luck with this journaling thing. Yes, see you in two weeks.